TMI Tuesday. Today, I'm here with Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi, Steph. Greg is back, and he's got some new insight on the uh, Jehovah's Witness stuff. I don't even know what to call it. Religion. I guess that's what it is. Um, It's more stuff than religion. (laughs) But I was, you know, last time I didn't have all the context for Jehovah's Witnesses. I I was raised sort of non-denominational Protestant. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, overlap in Western religion. Uh, But I I had never been a Jehovah's Witness. All I know is all my friends who grew up that way. uh, it, It fucked them up pretty bad. And um, at the time, we were talking about holidays, why they don't celebrate holidays. Yes. And I wasn't entirely sure why that was. And I got some, uh, some explanations from my friend who tells me, uh, as far as holidays go, nearly all of their reasons for not celebrating have to do with the pagan origins of these holidays, which technically is correct on a lot of them. Uh, Christmas ah. Day, originally the festival of Saturnalia. Easter has more to do with pagan fertility rites than Jesus. Halloween, well, is about ghosts and ghouls, and they're not into that kind of shit. Uh, he says he he's not aware of a good biblical reason for not celebrating birthdays. I figure maybe it's just because, you know, you don't celebrate anything else. So celebrating yourself might seem especially crass. Yeah, that's the only thing you celebrate is yourself. Right. Yeah. Like, don't don't uh, like, who do you think you are? you know, getting a day to yourself. And he says, the only thing I was told was that the only birthdays in the Bible involved bad things happening to God's people, such as John the Baptist getting his head chopped off on a birthday. So that might be one reason why. Um, And as far as the, the watchtower was very horny for the end of the world. And I guess that's, that's always been the uh, Jehovah's witness way. And apparently they've been super emboldened because of COVID. Oh, so they are getting really grim and using those scare tactics even more than ever, because it's like this just proves that the world is ending. Like we said, it's going to end their concept of the afterlife, though, is is different from like heaven and hell, what you get from a lot of other Western religions. Yeah, what's theirs? They think that after Jehovah, this is this is a quote from a text uh, that he sent me. After Jehovah murders all of us during Armageddon, (laughs) Jehovah's Witnesses will inherit the earth that God that God will turn into a paradise, and they will live forever in perfect bodies. In perfect bodies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, why bother? right now when God will just give that to you. Oh, so like, okay, I'm, I, that just makes me have more questions because. Oh no, uh, in, in no way am I suggesting that this makes sense. Oh no, no, no. I didn't think that, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, are we going to all be the same age in this perfect world? You know, that, and that covers, uh, you know, the Christian perception of heaven too. You know, do you, uh, you know, are you like a vampire? You are like the, the age that you were when you were bitten. And what happens with like with, you know, multiple generations, if you're going back thousands of years, you know, people have their own vernacular, their own customs, their own things that make sense to them. If everybody is like, how, how do you how does the generation gap work? Uh, yeah, it covers like multiple millennia. Um, and so they do. Jehovah's Witnesses do believe in heaven. However, only one hundred forty four thousand people 
are allowed in heaven. And they That's are, an exact number. Yeah, and they reached capacity long ago. So, they, like, there's no chance of getting into heaven. You know, yeah. They're saying that, that, but they're saying not just for them, but for anybody. Nobody's getting into heaven. That's ridiculous. There's not enough space for all of us. It makes much more sense that uh, we stay here. And are are joined joined by everyone who ever died in all of human history who has accepted God's word. And I asked if that covers non-witnesses or, you know, Catholics, Christians, Jews, whoever else worship God or believe in the word of God. And he said that that was unclear. And he said that uh, when he would ask follow-up questions like that when, when he was a kid, he was told to shut up. Yeah. So that's yeah. I that's bet. that's the that's the ideology of many religions, which is don't because, ask questions because shut up. That's why blind um, faith. Yeah. So you cannot get into heaven, but they don't believe in hell either. So when you all die in Armageddon, you just cease to exist. No perfect bodies for us. No perfect bodies, but also no eternal. Uh, torture and hellfire, which is what I was taught about at a much right. too tender age for something so horrible. Um, so it's it's odd, and and to say that everybody in the in the history of the world has their place on this on this um, you know this this modified uh, paradise world post Armageddon paradise world, even though. Jehovah's Witnesses have only been around for about 140, 150 years. I thought you were going to say 144. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that would have made a lot more sense. I mean, maybe maybe when they hit 144, they were really uh, had their fingers crossed for Armageddon. Like, that would have made sense. Um, anyway, this this friend, like, he recently lost his father. And his, he said his mom not only hasn't mourned, but she's sort of refusing to mourn because she thinks she's going to see him again here on earth in like a week from now. So Why? that is because he was a good man and the end of the world clearly is coming. And when the end of the in, world in comes, a week. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's, I, I think it's one of those things where they keep moving the goalposts, you know, they keep saying yeah. that the end of the world is going to be this day or this day. And no matter how many times that is obviously proven wrong, then there's a new sign that says, oh, right. And to question it, maybe is sacrilegious or something. That's just a guess. It's just bizarre. It's it's like I just can't imagine if we thought about other things the way that we thought about religion. Where it, we're is, like- it is really strange. And, um, you know, having having not been raised with it yourself. It's got to sound like even more bizarre to think that, <laughs> like does. millions of people believe this shit. I know. And it's it's scary. And it's just it's really weird to me. I mean, I my family does a lot of my family believes in God and and is religious. Um, Well, like my not immediate family, my dad um, does not believe in religion. Well, doesn't practice or thinks it's stupid. Um, And I guess that's where I kind of got that from. Um, But my mom believes and she was shocked when I said I didn't believe in God or anything. And she was like, like, and I was like, why would I? Right. I haven't even had that conversation with my parents because it's, it's just not worth the, uh, the energy. Oh yeah. Me and my mom have a pretty open relationship, so I can pretty much tell her anything and it's fine. that's That's really cool. It's, it's, um, not not the case with my family. 
Um, and I know it's it's just going to be brought up as a, a guilt-inducing thing for the rest of my life if I were to say that I don't believe in God. Right, and then they'll feel, they'll take it upon themselves of then they fail. Exactly. It will be even more proselytizing than it already is. And I had, I got enough of that from my family the first, right, already. you know, up into my teen years. Um, so he goes on, like all fundamentalists, the Jehovah's Witnesses crave persecution because it feeds into the end times narrative. Uh, Revelations and Daniel, both books of the Bible, talk about God exacting swift retribution on those who persecute his people in the form of Armageddon. So basically anybody who laughs at you or says you're wrong or just doesn't want to have anything to do with your religion, you get to literally watch them die and and the, and that excites them that's that's really scary i just feel yeah and that's and there's a little bit of that in christianity too the way i was raised but i guess they they push it harder they are more about you know armageddon is is right around the corner i mean they might not be wrong <laughs> i mean i guess we'll find out um yeah, that's it's so we're in the in the chapter of is this world going to end? And I was thinking about it and is the world just the earth? I mean in in their case I mean they're probably talking about as long as uh human beings walk the earth that's the world. That's what I would assume they mean. Yeah. Um, so, because it says, according to the Bible, the earth will never be destroyed and it will always be inhabited. And I was like, how can they believe the earth will never be destroyed? Like. Because someone said that God said so. I don't know. It's like they get a lot of um, all of the all of the um, decrees from God are through like second or third hand gossip. Yeah. As far as religions go. So there's a lot of believing that without any uh, follow-up questions. I was, I don't think I talked about this uh, last time, but I was at my parents' house recently and uh, my mom gave me a big box of old school work and, and drawings and report cards and everything. And I got report cards uh, from Sunday school. Oh. I didn't, I didn't remember at all. And this one that I was looking at was probably when I was about six or seven years old. And the Sunday school teacher made a note that I ask too many questions. Oh. So I, that makes me feel that maybe I was, I was doing the right thing. And I did have that skepticism, even at a young age that I really wanted to, uh, to engage and, and wanted things to make sense. I mean, and it's especially with kids, kids ask a lot of questions in general. Right. And yet at the same time, they they're really big on on recruiting children and, and drumming it into their heads at a very young age. Um, because that's how you get them. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how you get them just to stick with it. You cool. and, and a lot of that involves, you know, scaring the piss out of them. Once your brain is fully formed, it's harder to convince these wild fantasies of life. <laughs> Unless you, unless you're like have a drug addict or something, yeah, come close to ODing or something like that, and they probably need answers more than anyone, and and become you know nothing more insufferable than a than a born again grown up. 
who are even <laughs> it's more. Just a new, yeah, it's a new addiction. It, that's exactly what it is. And they, and they say that about all addicts, you know, a lot of the time it's religion. A lot of the time, maybe they'll start obsessively uh, working out or something like that. Yeah. Or, or playing sports, whatever they, they will have to, because you have, if, if an addict has an addictive brain, they're always going to have an addictive brain. Like if you can get hooked on, you know, heroin or something and you quit, you kind of need to find a substitute to, to fill that void. I'm trying to figure out what I really replace things with. Cause with smoking, I didn't really replace it. I guess exercise. Yeah. But, you're exercising more, right? Yeah. But like, I don't feel like, I don't know. I just can't believe I fucking did it for so long. <laughs> You know, maybe cigarettes are one of the less uh, intense ones. I don't know. I don't know. It takes up so much of your life. Like your brain is constantly like, when can I have a cigarette? Did I just have a cigarette? Is it time for another one? Do I have enough cigarettes for the rest of the day? Do I need to go buy more? It's just insanity. Now imagine people who feel that way about Jesus. <laughs> Do I have enough Jesus in me for the rest have, of the day? Have I smoked enough Jesuses today? <laughs> I have to go to church <laughs> right now. Uh, maybe that's, are they always open? Uh, I think probably like normal nine to five hours. I was going to uh, say, because I feel like homeless people would just live there if they were always open. I don't you know, know that I, the, like the, the sanctuary would be open, but they would have like a, the office open or maybe ministers would be there for counseling or things like that. Um, and then there's Catholic churches, which I think are like the sanctuary parts are open if you want to go in and, and pray at any point of the day or confess or light a candle or something like that. But you probably like have to be actively doing those things or get the fuck out. Yeah, if you're just kind of hanging out, they probably discourage that. Which is like, isn't that what the whole religion is built on is helping other people? <laughs> being generous uh, they seem to have uh, forgotten about that in, in a lot of <laughs> cases you know it's a lot of them are kind of the exact opposite okay so um what is meant by the end of the world it's going to explain this to us if i can read it correctly the bible compares the coming end of this world to what happened in the days of noah you might understand this more than me at that time, the earth was full of violence, in quotes. So I don't know if that means Not it like wasn't. today. <laughs> it wasn't full of violence, or I don't know. Um, so Genesis 6.13. However, Noah was righteous, so God preserved Noah and his family. I thought righteous was a bad thing. Um, but he destroyed the wicked people by means of a flood. Referring to what happened back then, the Bible says, the world of that time suffered destruction when it was flooded with water. Second Peter I was very excited for that. Second Peter three six. That was the end of the world. Yet what was destroyed? Not the earth, but the wicked people on the, the earth. The so the flood just took out like the bad people. Killed everything um, except for Noah and his family, who I guess had incest incestuous relations to. Um, you know, to repopulate the earth with yeah, repopulate <laughs> uh, and and. Uh, you know, they, they skip that part. Thus, when the Bible, the Bible speaks of the end of the world, it is not referring to the destruction of the planet. Instead, it is referring to the end of wicked people on the earth and to the system of things they have put together. So that's really wicked people on the earth. That's really um, vague. They paint wicked with with a really broad brush. 
That should have the quotes around it. So, oh, problems and wickedness. What the Bible said, it's like it knows what we're going to ask. It's ready. What the Bible says, just a little while longer and the wicked, just a little while longer for like, what, 100 years? Just a little while longer and the wicked will be no more. You will look at, at where they were and they will not be there. <laughs> that clarifies things. Oh. <laughs> but the meek will possess the earth and they will find exquisite delight in the abundance of peace. I know that, that that scripture was brought up a lot in, in Christianity, too, about the meek inheriting the earth. But in the case of the witnesses, it sounds like they take it much more literally, that they will actually inherit the earth, uh, that they will stay here. And it But I'm not, like... I'm not picturing meek people getting excited about watching, like, the people that make fun of them, like, die a fire right. in front of the, them. The, the passive-aggressive. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. And and I think that's where a lot a lot of people, a lot of religious people do have that kind of you know oh bless your heart attitude, where it's all about um, well I'm doing everything right and I'm making Jesus happy and the flip side of that is and if you're not you're gonna die and I'm I'm gonna watch and 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 enjoy it. There's a weird bloodlust in the undercurrent of, of yeah. something that is that is supposed to make people better and and supposed to make them care more about others, when in fact there is just that real, like self righteous uh, judgment of others. Right and like revenge and like you're gonna pay and I'm gonna enjoy yeah. watching just you. Just moral superiority. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's, I, I mean, think people I, just have a have a craving to to feel morally superior because you see a lot of people doing it who have nothing to do with religion. Oh yeah, you know, who just their whole thing is about lecturing other people, even people they don't know, just scolding them for things they've said that they don't agree with or don't think are okay. This all just seems such a weird thing to want to teach children. <laughs> it is. Like, I don't feel like any of these things are, like, would make anyone be, like, an actual good person. <laughs> Un unless it's just through intimidation and, and terror. Um, but even then, you know, being a good person, it's kind of like, you know, keeping track of what you think your good deeds are. And maybe even getting getting a little full of yourself over it. Yeah. And I guess if you believe or you're a part of the religion, then like you already did your time <laughs> and you're good. So you yeah. don't actually have to do anything good because you're there. You're yeah, gonna unless you're or coffee. if you're if you're Catholic to go to confession every week and then yeah. you're absolved of those sins. I always thought that was a weird part that like you can just I mean, because it's like, well, then why follow the rules if you can just apologize for not following the rules <laughs> and then like say Hail Mary or whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I, I wasn't raised that way, but I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of loopholes. But at the same time, it, it is all about obsessively monitoring your own thoughts because a lot of it, like in Catholicism, it's like if you have a lustful thought, that is a sin. That's the same thing as committing adultery or or whatever. Right, so you can't even think about it. 
you can't even think about it. And, and you, um, if you think about it, you confess it. You have to say, oh, I, awesome. I thought about tits. And the priest will have to uh, absolve you on God's behalf for thinking about tits. About, oh, you said tits. I thought you said kiss, like the band kiss. And I was like, that is terrible. That also, that also qualifies. I, I mean, mean you they are can't knights in either. Satan's service. <laughs> okay, so um, the flood of Noah's day did not wipe out the wickedness once and for all. After the flood, wicked people once again made life miserable for everyone. <laughs> uh, soon, well, though, they, they weren't around for the flood. I mean... The flood missed a couple wicked people. So... <laughs> They must have had sex with, like, Noah, right? Yeah, or each other. I mean, it was him and his immediate family. So he must have fucked some wicked people. Probably. Um, he fathered them. He's like Papa Smurf. <laughs> that's what, That's really what the Ark was like. Um, soon, though, God will bring an end to wickedness as the... I hate this word. Is it... Is it Psalm? Psalms, yes. Why is that fucking P there? It fucks me up every time. Okay, so Psalmist said, the wicked will be no more. God will put an end to wickedness by means of his kingdom. Well, then why hasn't he done it? Anyway, a world government that rules from heaven over a righteous human society. Consider, will those presently ruling the earth welcome rule by God's kingdom? The Bible indicates that they will not. Foolishly, they will oppose God's kingdom. Psalm 2-2. Um, what will be the result? God's kingdom will replace all human governments and it will alone stand forever. It's, so it's a dictatorship. Um, I mean, Daniel, that's kind of what's, what's happening now. Religion is taking over all it really, yeah, you know, it feels American like this, politics. I'm kind of buying this because it's pretty much happening. But why does human rulership need to end? Oh, Jesus. See, and, and, you know, they think they're doing the right thing by, by letting the church dictate everything or letting whatever, <laughs> however they interpret various Bible verses because people can use them to mean whatever they want and to justify pretty much anything. The pictures in this are incredible because on the next page, there's like all these like political signs um, that are like on a wall. I think it's not real, but one says like vote Brandon and there's a whole bunch of vote Brandon. And then ones that just say Lewis. Well, my friend who I was talking to said that uh, Jehovah's Witnesses don't vote. Oh, really? So maybe that is a, an example of wickedness because it's maybe a kind of uh, a kind human of role. Yeah. Huh. Like how dare human beings think that they know more than God? Can't they just write in God? <laughs> <laughs> maybe they do. <laughs> what a weird. Yeah. Wanted an end to human rulership. OK. What the yeah. Bible says, it does not belong to man who is walking even to direct his step. Jeremiah ten twenty three. What? <laughs> I'm confused. Humans were not created to rule themselves. Oh my God, we're supposed to believe we're stupid. <laughs> they do a poor job of governing other people and solving their problems. But then, okay, but aren't they doing that to us with this book? Right. Well, they, I mean, their justification is, no, no, this is what God said. Oh, Bizarre. Though, you know, God's not real and that is not true. I don't know. There's real pictures in here. 
know if there's an illustration of God. Oh, well, let's see. Is there? Um, there's a like. I think that's Crater Lake. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> there's some. The pictures in here are pretty cool. They have a bunch of, of course, brown people with with um, like handkerchiefs over their face burning stuff um it's like they have two white people except it's about office. how you're evil they have two white old men in all like in a in suits in office shocking and then they have that weird political thing i wonder if that's why they just have random names i was just laughing at the branded thing because it would have been hilarious if it's like go Brown. right whoa baby ruth mail must have got here Vote Emma. And it says, oh, that is something we missed last time is that there you asked if any of the books of the Bible are named after women. Uh, There are two of them that are one is Esther and the other is Ruth. The book of Ruth. The book of Ruth. I can't believe that didn't. uh, I know I I might have to read that section. So it says less war, more love. Wait. Yeah. There but doesn't like, seem to be a lot of love in what they're uh, no, pushing, though. <laughs> no, no, that's what the poster says. And uh, rock over and over again, which is bizarre because you're probably not allowed to listen to rock music. Rock and roll music. This is strange. Oh, it, just, it just says rock and roll music on it? No, it just says rock over and over and over again. Maybe it's talking about crack because that would make more sense. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Britannica... Academic notes. Is that right? Uh, whatever. That individual governments seem unable to handle the universal enemies of poverty, hunger, disease, natural disaster, and war or other violence. That they're not wrong. Um, no, that's fine. Yeah, that's true. It then continues. Some dot 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 believe that only a form of world government can make decisive headway against those evils. Oh, God. However, even if all human governments united, the world would still be ruled by imperfect humans who are unable. We need aliens who are unable to overcome the difficulties mentioned above. God's kingdom is the only government that has the power to solve all global problems permanently by wiping out the wicked, I guess. Um, I like mass murder. Right. Therefore, according to we're, the Bible, we're dictated by love. We're all about love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but God's we, going we to kill you. Kill <laughs> some of these people. Um, therefore, according to the Bible, the end of the world. The present wicked system of things is not something that good people should fear. Instead, it is something to look forward to <laughs> because because this ruined old world will be replaced by God's magnificent new world. When will this all happen? The next article will explain the Bible's answer, and that is a good spot for us to stop until next time. That's going to tell us when. I'm sure the next page is just a giant date of when the world's <laughs> going to end. That has already passed because this is from 2021. Mark it down on your calendar. Right. Yeah, so that, like reading that, then uh, it makes even more sense to me now to know that like COVID actually got them excited. Oh, I bet. They were like, it's happening. It yeah, look how many people so- are dying. Yeah, so they probably were very anti-vax because they were probably like, this is God taking out the wicked. It's very possible. I mean, that would make sense. I mean, it wouldn't make sense, but from their point of view. To them, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
No, I know not not much makes sense. All right, so I'm gonna we're almost at 30 minutes, so I'm gonna cut this short, and Greg's gonna come back on because we have like a lot more pages and much more information to read in here. Thanks for being on the show, Greg. Hey, anytime. And see you next Tuesday.